0: back to A for Adult. I'm Millie, your host. First of all, before I say anything, I hope you all had a lovely Christmas and Happy New Year. Um, I thought that kind of in light of the new year, um, also in light of my birthday being next week, I thought I would do an episode to kind of kickstart of some things that I've learned throughout my life. I'm turning 20 um, next week, which absolutely seems Ridiculous because even though this uh, podcast is called A for Adult, I am. I think we've established that I am nowhere near an adult at all mentally, even though my age may say that. I've been technically a certified adult for two years, but I genuinely could not feel further from a sensible human being who is capable of doing anything adult related. But I thought that in light of turning 20, I would do an episode where I talk about 20 things I've learned in 20 years. Uh, I feel like this year is gonna be a really good year and I kind of want to do like this type of episode every single year where I talk about things I've learned in that year obviously this one's going to be different because I'm going to talk about things I've learned in 20 years Um, but I think I'm going to kind of keep this as like an annual tradition where I film an episode like this Um, so yeah these are kind of things that I wish I could tell my baby self so I hope that you take something from it obviously I'm not super wisdomous to put it lightly, but I will give myself some credit. You know, I do have some wisdom. I have learned a few things from like different life experiences. Obviously, I do not know the crack of everything, but these are just a few things that I've learned in 20 years of living on this earth. Let's get straight on into the episode. So number one, I'm going to do it like, bullet points so I'll be like this is number one this is number two just so it has some structure because if not I will ramble for the rest of my life as I'm sure we all know um that is the problem when I'm in the studio on my own I do just chat shit like the whole time I have no one to keep me accountable but whatever here we go so number one I feel like this is a good one to start with come as you are I feel like this specific phrase or mantra if you will I've kind of taken I wouldn't say a while to learn, but I feel as though this year, I, and when I say this year, I mean last year, I kind of really learned this like properly because it's basically what it means uh, is come as you are. So don't come as someone who you're not to kind of impress the people that you're with. Um, I've always been quite a, what do you call it? Like, I don't change who I am, whoever I'm around, but naturally you do kind of bring bits of your personality out depending on who you're with. Um, But I think it's important to just embrace every wonderful aspect of your personality and not kind of dim yourself down or change yourself depending on who you're with Um, because you should just come how you are and then attract the people who you attract. Because if you come as someone who you're not, And when I say that, I mean, like, wherever you go, if you turn up as someone who you're not and kind of try and be someone you're not, you're going to attract the wrong people. Whereas if you're just being authentically yourself all the time, you will attract the people who you're meant to be with because the people who are like you will come to you. Do you know what I mean? Um, And I've kind of had this in practice where I've turned up to places um, and I've kind of been... Not myself. I've kind of changed my personality a bit to fit with that person or fit with that group. And I've ended up just being miserable. So I've kind of learned that if you just come as you are, you will attract the people who you're meant to attract. And in the long run, you'll be so much happier. So that's the first thing I've learned. The next one is on dates, like when you're dating someone, focus on if you like them, not if they like you. Worry about that later. So when you go on first date, this is more of like a first date situation but if you go on a first date try not to worry about if they like you or if like how you're presenting yourself how they're perceiving you all you need to worry about on a first date is if you like them and this is something that I learned kind of over the last few years really I would go on dates and I'd be so anxious about how that person perceived me because especially when I first meet people on dates especially I am an absolute natterbox, like, I will natter away, like, to oblivion, and I will realise when I'm back, I'm like, shit, I actually didn't give them, like, a single word in edgeways, and I think it was out of nerves, really, because I'm naturally a very chatty person, but on dates, you've got those little butterflies, and I'd just chat and chat and chat, and I think it's because I was so worried about how they'd perceive me, that I would just go overboard, whereas now, I'm just like, you know what, I'm just going to focus more if I like you, and then after the date, if they like you and they show interest, then you can worry about if they like you. Do you know what I mean? But when you first meet someone, just, again, come as you are and focus on if you like them. And so that's kind of my second thing. It's a bit of like a, I don't know if that's like the most best advice, but it's something I've learned so I thought I'd share. Um, The next one is don't compare your life to the people you follow on Instagram. Oh my God. This one, I cannot even emphasise enough, like genuinely, Instagram especially, to be honest, all social media, but Instagram is so bad for this, and I don't know if it was just me, and it probably, 100% actually is not, everyone is so quick to compare their lives to the people they see on their Instagram, and I'm not being funny, a lot of it like Instagram is the tip of the iceberg of someone's life and I know this firsthand because I don't post on Instagram when I'm having a shit day do you know what I mean like I post when I'm smiling when I'm with my friends when I'm happy when I'm doing cool aesthetically pleasing things I don't post when I'm like rolling out of bed in my joggers and I look shit do you know what I mean you're just gonna see the best bits you're not gonna see the bits that people don't show and that aren't as Instagrammable. So why compare yourself to someone on Instagram? Like, I am so bad for this. Like, I'll be scrolling through my Instagram and I'll be like, oh my God, I'm ugly, I've got no friends. And then if you just take a step back and you actually look at your life, it's not what you show on Instagram. Just try your absolute hardest to not compare yourself because honestly, comparison is the thief of joy. And I know that's so cliche. But it is so fucking true. Like, it will thieve you of joy. <laughs> I don't even know if that's a saying. I honestly come out with some really questionable sayings on this podcast. But just go with it. Let's just move on from it. Um. So yeah, don't compare yourself to Instagram. I know it's so much easier said than done. Because I literally say this while well, 10 minutes before I was scrolling through my Instagram thinking I look shit today. But actually... You're a bad bitch. So, moving on. The next one is making mistakes is okay. And I think this one is so important. And I really learned this last year, especially that you will go through life making mistakes. Nobody is perfect. You will trip up. You'll make, you'll say stupid things. You'll do things you'll regret. But that is so normal and actually healthy. Like to do things that you regret and to obviously no regrets. But I think it's kind of healthy to have regrets because you learn from things that you regret. So I've said things in the past that I'm like, shit, I shouldn't have said that. Um, and the phrase no regrets sometimes makes you feel like, am I the only one who has regrets? Because I do have regrets. Um, but I think I've learned from those situations and I've grown from those things that I've done that I kind of wish I didn't do. And... It's okay to make mistakes like nobody is perfect. You know when you go through like phases as a human being like you go through like chapters of like different versions of you. Last year me was a bit of an odd an odd egg. I'm not being funny. Um but I learned so much from that version of myself and I feel like in 2021 I grew so much and I wouldn't have made that growth without making mistakes and without those slip ups. So honestly, every time you make a mistake, every time you do something, you're like, shit, shouldn't have done that. Try not to beat yourself up about it unless you like robbed a shop. Then I think you could probably sit down and have a little deep, hard word with yourself. But if you just like said something you shouldn't have, then just try and learn from it. And that's the best thing you can do. The next one, recognise happiness when it slaps you in the face. Now, this is something my dad always tells me and he's told me this from a really young age. And I used to be like, yeah, yeah, like, okay, okay, Tom. But I'm not even being funny. Like, to be honest, I need to get my dad on the podcast because he is a wisdomous lad. He he is a cool dude and he really knows what he's talking about. He knows his shit, so I might get someone on because I feel like he could add a lot to the podcast. But recognise happiness when it slaps you in the face. Honestly, the amount of times I have looked back and been like, oh my God, I really had everything and I didn't appreciate it. I didn't realise it until afterwards. And I'll say to my dad all the time, like, oh, like this and that, I'm complaining about things. And he'll be like, Millie, look at where you are now, compared to where you were a year ago, look at what you've achieved, look at what you're doing. I feel like we go through life not really being present. And social media has such a massive impact on, on this, because you just, I feel like I'm not present most of the time, because I'm constantly thinking about the future or doing this or doing that. And a lot of the time, if I sit down and think about, right, where I am now, I've actually got it good right now. And obviously this doesn't like equate to all stages of your life, because sometimes I'll be sat then I'll be like, happiness is not slapping me in the face right now. A big wave of the big sad is slapping me in the face right now. And you, sometimes it's like, look at the positives of things. It's like, shit. Like, no shit. Do you know what I mean? Like, obviously, if I could, I would. Um, and obviously, looking for the positive in things is a really nice mentality to have. But sometimes it's, you can't do that because you're in a shit time. And sometimes you just have to wallow. Do you know what I mean? But on the contrary, con- on the contrary, contrary, we'll go with that. On the contrary, when you're in a state where you're complaining about little things that don't matter, not I'm not talking about like if you're having a really shit time. If you're just having little things that are going on in your life that are a bit mm, niggly, try and be like, step back and look at the bigger picture and think, you know what, actually, in the grand scheme of things, I'm in a good chapter of my life and recognise that when it's slapping you in the face. Thanks, Tom, for that one. Right, the next one. Don't sheep your way through life. And by this, wait had a crumb in my tooth and it was really bugging me. Don't sheep your way through life. What I mean by this is, you know what? Sorry, I feel like I'm a motivational speaker right now. I feel like I'm on a TED talk. Anyway, um, yeah, don't sheep your way through life. How many times can I say that? And what I mean by this is don't be a sheep. And this kind of comes back to the come as you are um, one. But if you follow other people, if you go down the easier road because everyone else is going down that road, you won't ever find your own path or your journey because you're just following everyone else. And this is something that I kind of have, I've never been a sheep really, if I think back to my whole life, like I've always kind of done my own thing. And I think this is a positive attribute to myself because because I'm not afraid of doing my own thing and standing out. I make bold decisions that take me down the right path. So for example, last year I was at Leeds Uni. Well, no, I was at Beckett. who do I think I am um I was at Beckett so I was in Leeds and I was on a course I absolutely despised I was in a house where it was toxicity was seeping through the wall Um, I had a lot of friendships at the time that were so unhealthy and so toxic and I was like you know what I am not going to stay somewhere where I feel shit and I looked at the bigger picture and I thought you know what I don't like my course. I don't like the social network I'm in. I don't like the environment I'm in. So why the fuck am I staying here? So I thought to myself, you know what? I'm gonna drop out. Um, so I went home and I said this to my parents, and they were like, Millie, are you actually okay? Um, to be honest, this wasn't a shock to them because I'm I'm quite an impulsive person, and that's that's a um, strand of my ADHD. I'm just very impulsive, so they're not surprised when I came home and told them this, but. I, don't, I think sometimes impulsivity is actually a really good thing because it does allow you to go down your own path and not follow the crowd and not do the easier option. And I could have easily stayed in Leeds because I have some really good friends in Leeds as well. Not everyone there is toxic, but I was in a particularly toxic friendship group at the time and I wasn't happy where I was. And I could have easily stayed there because it was kind of, it was like livable. I could have lived there. The course was okay. I passed the year. Don't know how, but I did. Um, so I could have stayed there, but I thought I'm not happy. I'm not going to grow. I'm not going to achieve what I want to achieve by staying here. So I bit the bullet. I dropped out, applied through clearing to somewhere else. And I have never looked back. I'm genuinely happier here than I've ever been. Um, and I still have connections in Leeds that I have decided to keep that I am so grateful for. Like, honestly, Gemma and Liv, sorry, I just need to shout them out because they're literally the bestest people in my life. Like, couldn't ask for two better best friends. Like, they genuinely have helped me through so much and they've seen me go to Leeds and come out of Leeds and they're genuinely, like... I couldn't ask for better friends. So, little shout out to them because I literally love them and they always listen to my podcasts. And I, this podcast was literally on Gemma's Spotify Rats. Yeah, so basically, be impulsive, make decisions that feel scary because that that's what's going to push you. That's what's going to push you out of your comfort zone. And being pushed out of your comfort zone is sometimes the best thing you can do for yourself because you're not going to grow you're not going to achieve your goals if you're staying in your comfort zone um so push yourself like don't be a sheep do what you want to do like go down your own path and you will get to what you actually want to do and where you want to be so yeah i really rambled in that but there we go the next one Oh my God, this one is a big one. Right. Feeling lonely and being alone can be completely different things. Shit a brick. This, honestly, this has taken me the whole 20 years to figure out because I am the type of person where I don't do being alone. Well, I'm not really. The thing is, is I'm a bit of a conundrum because I don't, I like my own space. I like to do things on my own. I'm actually a very independent person. Like I love days out on my own, taking myself on dates, and I'm very happy to do things on my own. However, I like and need and crave like a solid social network, and without that, I am a lost person. I feel extremely I not good. I need that group, and for so long I would mistaken the feeling of being alone with being lonely. But actually, a lot of the time, again, I took a step back from the situation and thought, you're not alone, Millie. Well, no, you are alone. You're sat in your room on your own. But you are not lonely because if you look at the amount of people you have in your life and the how lucky you are to have those people like get a grip. Do you know what I mean? Like I used to feel so self-pitiful. Pitiful? I used to feel self-pity. There we go. Um for being alone and like lonely but actually I was just not with someone in that moment and I would mistake the two and I think it's so important to like learn to love and appreciate your own company without feeling lonely because being alone is actually fucking awesome so yeah don't mistake and being alone and being lonely because they are different okay the next one okay oh my god the friends that walk out of your life let them go If it's meant to be, you will reconnect with them. And this is so true, honestly. In 2021, I lost quite a few friends actually. Like I lost connections with them. And at the time I was really sad because some of the friends I'd lost, I'd been friends with for so many years. But I just realized that in that company, I didn't feel my best self. And actually I left feeling quite drained. I kind of stopped talking to some friends and I found out that quite quickly after that, I never heard from them again. Um, And I think that that's an important test because a lot of the time we have people in our life and you've got to think like, are these friendships actually making me feel good? And are they actually supporting me and adding to my life? Because a lot of the time, some friendships do actually take away from your life and you don't really realise it. Um, And I had a few of those friendships and I've kind of let them go. And it was difficult because I really valued them. And I saw them as really close friends. But honestly, they weren't there for me. They didn't support me. And at the end of the day, you you need friendships in your life that enrich your life that give you that support that make you feel wanted and loved. And if it's not giving you that, then let it go. It doesn't have to be this massive, extravagant, like, cutting you out my life. But Just distance yourself. There's nothing wrong with distancing yourself. And if it's a meant to be friendship, then it will come back. And that's the beauty of distancing. I had a really close friend in 2021 who I counted as my bestest friend. And that ended extremely abruptly and quite dramatically. That was not a distance one. And that really fucking hurt. And sometimes friendship heartbreaks can be just as bad, if not worse than a relationship heartbreak because... That person is like your sister. Do you know what I mean? And I saw this person as literally a sister to me, and I was absolutely like heartbroken when this friendship ended. But since then, the longer time that's gone on, I've realised, you know what? That was what was best. Like that friendship was actually quite toxic, and it didn't bring out the best version of me, and it kind of, it kind of turned me into someone who I wasn't. That friendship, and since losing that person in my life, I have grown into more authentically Millie. And I think that sometimes you've got to sit back and look at the friendships you have and think, is this friendship making me, me? Like, is it enriching my life or is it actually making me feel shit? And I think you need to learn that it's okay to distance yourself. So yeah. Um, What's the next one? So okay, this one, the phrase, fuck it is actually pretty good. Um, this is something I've been doing more so in 2022. And I know we're like only in January. So it's like, you know, it, not that long for this to solidify in my brain. But I've been trying to do this as one of my news resolutions where I just say, fuck it. Um, naturally, I'm a very confident and bubbly, sociable person. However, I do struggle with anxiety at times. And in more of a general aspect, I kind of struggle with generalised anxiety. Um, and this can hold me back in lots of situations. Um, And I find myself, I'm, uh, I'm kind of a bit of a flaky person, um, which is not a good attribute to have. And this is something that I'm really trying to work on because I like the depths of me are not flaky. Do you know what I mean? But I am quite a flaky person. And this comes down to like the anxious thoughts and the anxiety, I suppose. But the term fuck it it's short and sweet but it kind of kind of sets me off like say if I wanted to like the other day I literally was going shopping and I walked into a vintage shop and I saw the guy behind the tilt he was so fit and I was like shit I need to ask this guy for my number for his number not my number um I don't think you'd know that um so then I walked out I rang my friend I was like I really need to ask this guy for his number and she was like girl go back and do it and I was like you know what yeah, so I said, "Fuck it." I went in. I asked him for his number. Unfortunately, he was taken, but and yeah, that the thought of it actually makes me want to die in a hole. But it enriched the day. It made me feel really good even though I was rejected. So sometimes you do just have to fuck it. Um, and I did also have to buy a 15 pound ring because I didn't wanna go in there and be like, "I can I have your number? And that'd be the sole reason I was going back in. So I was like, I'm gonna buy this ring. And yeah, so I became 15 pounds poorer and I lost half my dignity. But at least I had done something that pushed me out of my comfort zone. So. I challenge you to do a fuck it every day. Just say fuck it and do something that's like, that you wouldn't normally do. To be fair, I say I wouldn't normally do that. I do that quite a lot, but it was just a fuck it moment. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think that's so good to do because sometimes you do just have to fuck it. Do you know what I mean? The next thing is find the things and people that make you feel the best version of you and keep them close. Now, this kind of comes back to one of my last points, but... Try and seek out the people who make you feel your best self and surround yourself with them. Um, I think I, I'm i quite a picky person when it comes to the people in my life. And I think in the past, this has got me into some, not trouble, but it's got me into some conflict because I, it, like I said before, if I don't vibe with someone, I'm quite happy to distance myself. And sometimes that can cause conflicts because they might be like where are you going and I'm like I don't enjoy my time with you and I'm quite happy to admit that to myself and I'm quite happy to distance myself and that may be hard to hear from some people but some people just don't make you feel good I probably don't make some other people feel good and that's okay some people just aren't good for each other it doesn't make you bad people it just makes you not vibe and that's so okay you don't have to cut out everyone in your life who you don't feel you love so much you can have people in your life who are just there and that you see every now and then. It doesn't have to be like your best friends with everyone. But I think if someone actively negatively impacts in your life, then that's that's a reasonable distance excuse. Next one, it's okay to be selfish. Stop saying yes to shit you hate. Honestly, like if you don't wanna do something, say no. Like obviously, again, going back to the whole pushing yourself thing, it's good to say yes to things that you may not want to do but deep down you want to do because a lot of the time my anxiety will be like you don't want to do that but deep down I really want to go so sometimes it's good to be like fuck it ignore the anxiety go but if you actively don't want to do something and you're doing it because other people are doing it or other people want to do it again don't be a sheep just say no like if you don't want to do something don't do it like it's okay to be selfish and like obviously there's a difference there because say if it's someone's birthday and it's like one of your best friend's birthday and you don't want to do something sometimes it's good to do something you don't want to do because like you know it's you can't be selfish all the time because then you're going to be a selfish human being but selfish can be good and bad you know there are selfish people but you can be selfish sometimes they're different things and I think I've learned that recently that i felt selfish in the past as a bad thing, like I felt like I'm a selfish person because sometimes I do put myself first, but I've realized that actually that's a good thing, like putting yourself first is a good thing and I think people should do it more often and now sometimes when I do something that is a bit selfish, I'm like, has it made someone upset? No. Do I feel better because I haven't done that thing? Yes, equals a good thing to do. If If your selfish act actively makes someone sad, Maybe think more deeply about it. But then again, if you're, it, it goes back to the friendship. If you're in a friendship that's shit, if you leave a friendship, it might make someone feel a bit sad. But deep down, you know that wasn't good for you. So it was good to leave. So in that case, it's quite a subjective thing, but you can kind of take it as you will um, and take it with a pinch of salt. Like I said, I, I'm not the most wisdomous person ever, but I just am taking things from my own um, experiences. But yeah, that's that one. The next one trust your gut. Girl, guys, and non-binary people. Your gut actually knows what it's thinking a lot of the time, and if you if something feels wrong, it it probably is wrong. Like, don't do thing again the same one. Don't do things you don't want to do. Like, if it feels wrong, listen to your gut. Like, the amount of times I've ignored my gut and then in hindsight been like, shit, I should have listened to my gut. Like, actually, I'm not wisdomous, but my gut is quite wisdomous. Like, my gut knows it's shit. Um, and I need to listen to it more as well. So I invite you to listen to your gut more because it knows what it's talking about. Um, I started taking like uh, protein, not protein, probiotics. And I feel fucking great. Like I would really recommend it. Like it genuinely, like your gut has so much to do with everything. Like I was reading an article about it. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I watched a YouTube video. I was I was watching this video about it. And honestly, your gut has so much to do with your happiness and stuff like that. So maybe take a probiotic as well. Trust your gut and feed it with probiotics. You are not defined by your past and what's happened to you. Now, let's take it down a notch because this one is so true. And genuinely, this one is something that I have had to really learn, because I've had some things that have happened to me in the past that have been really shit, and I've kind of pinned them to my name and let them define me, and in turn, that has then kind of dictated a lot of my future experiences, and a lot of the time I've beat myself up and thought, like, how like how dare I let something bad that's happened to me affect the present me? Um, And it's so shit because you'd think that your brain would try its hardest to ignore it and like not let it affect you. But a lot of the time it finds its way to affect you in ways that you wouldn't think it would. So many of us pin those bad experiences to us and let it define us. And that's so sad because a lot of the time we deserve so much better than what we've been like, what we've been through and what we've been dealt with. And I think it's so easy to just be like, oh, it's going to affect me for the rest of my life and it's going to make me feel shit. And I think, I don't know, I just think that we need to try to not let it define us. And that could be through therapy, talking to your friends, like, anything, like, yoga. Like, you can find ways that may help. Uh, kind of break that negative cycle and that negative title and image that you have of yourself because of the experiences we've been through. Um, and I'm going to try to do this more this year as well because I have I am still so dictated by my past experiences that it is actually quite debilitating at times and I need to learn myself to detach that label from myself. Um, and I think we should all do that together. I'm running out of time. Oh my God. Um, Sometimes there is no silver lining. (laughs) This is such a negative one, but I feel like it's so true. Like, sometimes there is no silver lining. And I'll say things to people and they'll be like, oh my God, like, but you'll grow from this. And I'm like, bitch, I'm not going to grow from this experience that's made me feel like shit. Do you know what I mean? Like, sometimes we go through life and things happen to us that we don't grow from. Like, not every negative thing that happens to us is like this big awakening moment. Not everything that's bad gives us something to grow from. Like some things are just shit and that we have to deal with and get on with and live with. It doesn't make us like this stronger person because we've gone through this shit thing. Do you know what I mean? Like obviously sometimes in some cases it does. And that is fucking great because you're reclaiming it. But it like don't beat yourself up if you cannot grow from a situation that's made you feel like shit like sometimes you do just have to learn to live with it and that is so okay like do not beat yourself up about that because you as an individual are brilliant like I obviously don't know you all individually but I just know you're fabulous like I just get a vibe I can tell through this microphone that you're all absolutely like cracking individuals and it would make me so sad to know that you're beating yourself up for not finding this like big like revelation and a silver lining in a situation because sometimes there's not one and that's okay do you know what I mean like don't beat yourself up like just accept that not every situation will have that silver lining some will and that's great but some clouds are just a big motherfucker a gray lightning bolt coming out of them like run from them some clouds you will have to put an umbrella up and you will have to find a way to cover it up and just get on with it. Some clouds you will dance around in the rain in because you will have grown from it. That's actually really good, pat on the back to me. So don't worry if some experiences are umbrella clouds because sometimes we do need to put an umbrella up because the clouds and the rain are really fucking heavy and we don't want to get wet. But sometimes the rain actually is really nice to dance in because we've grown from it and we've learned from it. If you're currently going through an umbrella cloud, why can't I say that? Is that like a tongue twister? If you are going through an umbrella cloud, girl, sit under that umbrella, let it be, don't beat yourself up. Be sceptical when it comes to your peace. Now, what I mean by this is some people are sent, well, I saw a Pinterest quote that was like, some people are set out to destroy your peace. No, if you know what I mean, you know what I mean. Um, the girls that get it, get it. The girls that don't, don't. Like if you've seen that quote, you know what I mean. If you haven't seen that quote, let me try rephrase it. So, if you how do I say this? So like you know how some things come into your life and it's just you can just tell that that thing is just a shit thing and that it's come to destroy your peace. It's okay to be skeptical about things. So like you know when you first meet someone, you go on a date. Sometimes people are like, oh my god, don't be so negative and skeptical. But actually, sometimes. You have to be to protect yourself. Like, I am such a naive person. Well, actually, no. Like, let's give myself some credit. I'm not such a naive person, really. I can sometimes be naive and I can sometimes think too positively and see people for the good things in them. And I I would like to call myself somewhat of a good sense of character, judgment of character, but I think it's really healthy to be skeptical of people because if you just let everyone into your life willy-nilly, then likely you will get hurt because some people are just shit people. And it's good to have somewhat of a barrier and a boundary. Well, no, it's very good to have boundaries around yourself. Like, set yourself boundaries. Boundaries are so healthy and I love them. Like. I've set myself really solid boundaries in the past year and I love them because I feel so much better knowing that I'm almost looking out for myself, I'm protecting myself. At first, be sceptical because not everyone is a nice person and some people will hurt you and it is okay to not see the best in everyone until you know them. And to be honest, you don't always know someone. Like I mentioned about that friendship before, I thought I knew that person so well and they went and did something really upsetting to me. And I, it wasn't who I thought they were in the end. So um, I do have to speed up because my session in the studio is about to end. So I do need to wrap up these ones lastly quickly. Anyway, to feel comfortable is to get comfortable with the uncomfortable. So it goes back to my last point: stretch yourself. You know, be the baddest bitch that you are, and find not all situations will be comfortable but you can grow from some of those situations and you will always get used to it so yeah seek out the uncomfy because sometimes like a leather sofa it starts off uncomfy but then the more you sit on it it gets more comfy like situations in life you know that was quite a good metaphor. Look at me coming out with all the metaphors today. Right, next one. Don't let people make you feel like your goals are not realistic. Oh my God. The amount of times I've had people tell me, like, I'm not going to lie, I'm very ambitious. I've got lots of ambitions and goals in life. And some of them may be seen as unrealistic, but I'm so adamant they're going to happen because I'm so sure of myself. And I know that I'm not going to stop until I reach them. That when people tell me, girl, you need a backup plan. I'm like, mm. No, because if I have a backup plan, then I know that I'm more likely to give up. So I'm not going to have a backup plan. And if I fail, which isn't going to happen, let's manifest. If I fail, then I will do something new. There we go. Right. Next one. Go for more walks. This is a really simple one. But honestly, I've really become a walker. I love walking. I love walking around with my AirPods in. I feel like walking just gives you a new perspective of life. Like, looking around and stuff I used to walk and stare at the ground which is so sad but like I used to just walk around staring at the ground looking at my feet and now when I walk around I look up and I look around and I've suddenly gained this new perspective so go for more walks with AirPods in and just live your life um but stay safe maybe don't walk on your own in the dark is all I'm saying like just be careful with the walking but do it because it is good but just do it in safe environments okay next one and this is the last one stop talking to yourself like shit and that's pretty self-explanatory but guys just stop talking to yourself like shit like talk to yourself like someone you love because at the end of the day like those words will manifest and marinate into your brain like if you're constantly calling yourself like a dumb bitch which I call myself all the time. But if you're constantly calling yourself a dumb bitch, like, no, you are a motherfucking, like, independent, bad queen, bitch, boss. Do you know what I mean? You're a boss bitch. Like, stop putting these labels on yourself and making yourself feel like shit, because inevitably, over time, you're gonna feel really shit about yourself because you're calling yourself all these names. Like, nurture and be sensitive and loving to yourself because at the end of the day, you do have yourself for the rest of your life and you need to take care of that person like they are a baby. Treat yourself like your childhood self. Like honestly, when you're talking to yourself in the mirror, imagine you're talking to your childhood self and it will literally change the way you talk to yourself. Um, So yeah, that kind of wraps up today's episode. I genuinely feel like I've just been shouting down the microphone for this whole hour. I don't even think it's been an hour. I don't even know how long it's been. But I hope you took something from this episode. Um, I really enjoyed coming in here and chatting to you guys again. I've missed it so much. So look out for new episodes because I will try and be more active on my podcast. I'll try and get them out more frequently. Um, And Like always, if you do want to be featured on a podcast, if you want to come on, um, just DM me on the 8th Adult Podcast instagram you enjoyed listening and i hope you're all well happy new year and i love you a lot